I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash I don't work here, lady, where Karens won't stop confusing people as employees. And in today's episode, guys, a Karen destroys a store and starts attacking people. When OP keeps telling her that he won't serve her because he's not an employee. Guys, I hope you enjoy the post today. Hit subscribe if you haven't. And as always, you can send or link your Reddit stories to this email right here. We're diving in. So for some background, I'm a security guard and I travel fully uniformed to and from work by train. Transit security in my city wear green or blue uniforms with the words transit security written plainly on the chest. So I was riding home this morning wearing my noise-canceling headphones when someone behind me just tears them off my head and starts badgering me. The woman says, hey, you shouldn't be wearing these at work. Aren't you gonna do something about these bums sleeping in the seats? I need somewhere to sit. I respond, um, no, give me back my headphones. The Karen says, what do you mean no? Your security, it's your job. Go arrest them or something. I tell her, I'm not transit security. Now give me back my headphones before I call the cops. She says to me, well, you sure look like transit security. If you don't do something, I will call the transit security office and you'll lose your job. What's your name and badge number? Now for background, my security company does not provide numbered badges. And even if they did, the number would not be unique to me. I tell her this. The Karen then says, fine, then you show me your ID and tell me your name. I want your name so I can report you. I tell her, you can call whoever you want. I'm not going to give you anything, you crazy lady. She then breaks out the phone and calls transit security. She then looks at me and says, they'll meet us at the next station. So when they arrive, they confirm that I do not work for transit security and they actually contact police to arrest her for stealing my headphones. Oh my goodness, guys, if that's not instant karma, I don't know what is. Like, I'll never understand the nerve of some people to just rip headphones off people's heads like that. Like, even if OP was transit security, you don't have any right to grab anything off anybody. Ever. Okay, so this story took place at a grocery store that I frequent. On this day, I was at the grocery store in regular summer clothes. I'm in the dairy section when a man approaches me and he asked what eggs are good. I tell him I like these ones, pointing to the slightly more expensive eggs, and then grab some for myself. He then says, what? Five dollars for eggs? You've gotta be kidding me. I'm not buying those. I say to him, uh, you asked which ones are good. He then says, I can't believe you sit here and try to sell me five dollar eggs. You're telling me that I need to buy those eggs so you can make more money. At this point, I'm laughing and say, buddy, what are you talking about? I'm not an egg salesman. He then starts yelling louder and says, now you're getting smart with me. You think this is funny. Food prices are expensive as is, and you want me to spend my hard-earned money on these expensive eggs? For what? For what? At this point, I ask him, why are you yelling? 
He then starts yelling to anyone that I'm trying to scam him and how the store is overcharging on eggs. I say to him, dude, you're acting like I have an interest in you buying eggs. I don't. Honestly, I don't care if you never eat another egg again. The guy's not listening at this point, and he's still complaining loudly how employees are trying to scam him. He then looks at one woman who's also buying eggs, and he says to her, Can you believe it? This employee right here told me I needed these eggs. I then say to him, You're right. You need those eggs. You need to buy them right now. Buy the eggs. And then I just walk away. Now, I'm not even kidding. Like, five minutes later, a few aisles over, I hear him ranting to who I think is the store manager, saying that an employee's trying to force him to spend $5 on eggs. He was yelling loud. I was crying, laughing so hard. I hope he tells all his friends and family about how someone tried to force him to buy eggs that he didn't want to. Guys, I don't even understand what this man wanted, seriously. Like, even if OP was an employee that happened to be working there, like, how in the world can you get upset at someone when you ask them what they think the best eggs are? Like, if you don't want the $5 egg, sir, buy something cheaper and shut up. And seriously, the egg salesman thing really had me cracking up, though, guys. I know, that was the most obvious lame pun ever. And this person posted a comment that I had to share with you guys, and they write, So I worked at a grocery store when I was a teen. I once had a lady ask me why she got a brown potato in a bag of white potatoes. The woman said to me, I spend extra money on white potatoes, and I don't want a brown one. And I do want to point out that they were in fact the same price. So I gave her the old, I'm sorry, but we don't bag them here. And tell her, all I can say is perhaps there was a small mix-up at the farm. Like, what the heck do you want from me, lady? She says, no, that's not good enough. I want to know why this happened. Why is there a brown potato in a bag of white potatoes? Now, I'm not a vegetable detective, so I'm not even sure what to say at this point. She then flips the bag over, shows me the potatoes, and says, see, there, there, and there. And I tell her, lady, you're pointing at potatoes with dirt on them. She then says, what do you mean, dirt on them? Why would you sell dirty potatoes? And guys, she literally did not know potatoes came out of the ground. Oh, how all the employees laughed when I told them. So yeah, I had to share this comment, guys. And if I were the employee, I would genuinely want to know, uh, ma'am, where do you think potatoes come from? So this happened back before everyone had a camera in their pockets. And man, do I wish the entire thing was recorded and plastered on social media. So my girlfriend used to work for a large convenience store with a pharmacy inside of it. I would drop her off and pick her up every day. And on this day, I was just finished with filling out licensing and permitting so I could open up my shop. This means I was wearing a suit and tie. Do you see where I messed up yet? Well, hold on, kids. It's gonna get much worse. So I get to the store and my girlfriend's not outside. So I walk inside to see if I can spot her. She sees me and tells me her co-worker's running late and she can't leave yet as her manager was unloading a truck. So I decide to wait with her for her co-worker to come as he was going to be there in 15 minutes. So that's when a woman, who I'll call Karen, comes in and she's frantically browsing the aisles, not looking like the typical Karen. The woman then asks where the cold medicine is and my girlfriend tells her it's in aisle 4. And that's when Karen snaps back with, I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to your boss, who needs to stop flirting and help customers. At this point, I turn and say, I don't work here. And Karen snaps with, then why are you behind the counter? Now, I wasn't behind the counter. I was standing on the side of the counter. I say to her, lady, I don't work here. 
And that's when Karen storms off, and in about 5 minutes later, she's back at the front demanding to know where the pharmacist is. My girlfriend tells her, Katie should be back there, she might have stepped away for a minute though. Hearing that, Karen gets angry and says, I said I want to speak to the pharmacist. Not some bimbo playing pretend, where's the man that works there? My girlfriend tells her, she's been the only pharmacist here for the past 6 years ma'am. And that's when Karen says, stop lying. She then turns to me and says, well where is he? You're the manager, so go get him. I then stand up, look her dead in the eyes and said, I don't work here. And Karen's getting angrier and angrier at this point. The manager then comes out because of the shouting. And I can be quite loud and my tone scared a few customers. And the real manager demands, what the heck is going on? Karen says, I want to speak to the owner right now. The manager tells her, I'm the store manager. And Karen replies, nice try, but the manager in charge is behind you. The manager looks at me and says, he doesn't even work here, I'm here to help you, what do you need? The Karen's getting really upset and angry right now, and here's where things get mental. The lady then starts throwing things, and my manager tells my girlfriend to call the police right now. The woman lost her damn mind, she broke a register, several displays, and she started trying to assault people in the store. When the police arrived, I kid you not, she didn't believe they were real cops. The Karen called them cheap rent-a-cops and demanded to speak to the owner. The police somehow managed to detain her and put her in the back of the squad car where she started to kick at the windows. The EMTs had to come and give her a sedative and took her to the hospital. The police officer said to us that she's definitely on some kind of drugs as they can see the signs. The store had to be closed to clean up the mess that Karen made. And this is why I'm glad we don't live in that area anymore. My girlfriend did quit shortly after that as another person, a tweaker, came in and threw up all over the counter. She couldn't take it anymore. So yeah, you know what they say guys, don't do drugs. Like, I don't know if that woman was looking for the pharmacy for a specific reason or what, but yeah, that was some scary, scary stuff and it could have been way, way worse. And I have seen police have to take down and restrain someone in a mall before and it was some scary stuff guys. Like, the guy was bashing his head against the floor like full force. But yeah, with that said, I'm glad to read that everybody was okay after that and I hope to goodness that that lady is in a much better place now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now, I don't know what it is about me. Like, is it auras? Is it the way I present myself? Or is it the way I look? And you may be wondering why I'm asking these questions. 
Apparently I, a 38-year-old male, am a magnet for Karens in the wild, and the place of my work. Due to my life as a graveyard shift employee at a hotel, my mornings are usually spent shopping for supplies to keep my aging ass from going insane and hungry. So the location on this day is the Bullseye Store in a Texas city, and it happened two months ago. On this particular day, I had a typical night. No major issues, and everybody checks in with no hiccups, essentially any normal average night. Upon the morning, I decided to go to my local Bullseye store for supplies, because unfortunately, my usual wall of marts was out of the supplies I needed. So as I'm entering the grocery section, I got my necessary items with hardly any issues. I then turned towards the men's clothes section to pick up some needed garments. And while I'm searching for the right size, I feel a jab on my shoulder. I then turned to see a woman in her mid-50s, blonde hair with a cross necklace on, wearing 90s fashion, and we'll call her Karen. And I think to myself, oh my goodness, not again. The Karen says, excuse me, I believe a man of your stature can help me in this place. And yes, she actually talked like that. I said to her, oh, I don't work here. And that's when Karen says, don't give me lip, just do what you're hired to do and help me. I then let out a very audible sigh and that's when Karen grabs my shirt and says, be a good manager and help me. I then notice an old friend working in the jewelry section between me and the woman section and I call out to her saying, Jules. Jules runs over and says, hey OP, what's going on? Little did I know, there were six other ladies behind Karen now and they were all staring right at me. Almost as if they all want to talk to me and think I'm the manager there. Now my normal work shirt is blue, but it was being washed, and at this point I realized that I was wearing a deep red button-down shirt. It is darker than the usual bullseye red, but very noticeably different shade of red. I then smile at Jules and decided on a genius plan. Now my friend Jules knows that I have a mischievous streak, and she plays along, and I say, Jules, can you help me out with a demonstration? Hearing me say that, Karen says, what do you mean? Just help me. Jules says, ma'am, calm down, I'm sure he's got a reason. Karen then puts her hands on her hips and carefully watch as I step right next to Jules, and I say, take a good look. I'm a man, and Jules here is a woman. Karen says, well, that's obvious. I then say, take a look at my shirt and compare it to hers, pointing to Jules' shirt. I say to her, this is the standard bullseye uniform, and then I point to my button-down shirt and says, this is not the standard bullseye uniform. And this name tag on my shirt clearly says a different business. And what can we conclude from this demonstration? Karen replies that you're a manager. Jules says, nope, that man behind you is, not the man in front of you. At this point, all seven Karens turned around and they saw the incredibly well-built mountain of a manager, wearing the same color shirt as Jules. The manager says, are we going to have to repeat the incident again, ladies, or have you forgotten what happened last time? Little did I know, this isn't their first offense, as they do come in here quite often. They then apologize to me for assuming that I'm an employee and quickly disperse. Okay, guys, to be fair, like it would make sense for an, a manager to wear a deeper shade of red to distinguish themselves between the lowly employees of Target, right? So the Karen in this pose wasn't as bad as the others we've heard about. Like, it kind of does make sense if it were to happen, right? Like, she's definitely a lot better than the other Karens out there. I'm also very curious as to what their first offense in the store was. So here's some context. I work at a hospital. Also context, I have a baby face and I'm short, and on any given day, I can be mistaken for a high school student playing dress up. 
so I don't really begrudge people for mistaking me for a volunteer. Unless you're mean. It's a weekend and I'm scheduled to work 28 hours. In my hospital, our staff are pretty distinctive. Nurses wear white, surgical staff wear blue, and other techs and staff wear black. I'm wearing the baggy surgical scrubs to be as comfortable as possible. So I'm rushing around, trying to see my patients, and I stop by to say hi to a few nurses I recognize. We chat a little bit, and one asks me where I'm going. I mention the patient room, and they give each other looks, which is bad sign number one, before looking at me and assuring me they check in. Bad sign number two. So I thank them, and then dip into the patient room. So I get inside, say hi, and notice that the patient is visibly irritated. He says to me, it's about damn time you came in here, I'm done with my food. I say to him, okay, do you want me to clear that tray for you? The patient looks at me like I'm an idiot and says, well I'm done with it, aren't I? And I'm thinking, alright then grumpy guy, whatever, it happens. So I go to move the tray and notice his wife is sitting in a chair beside his bed. She's looking apologetic to me, and she moves to take the tray, but I wave her off and set it to the side. I then reintroduce myself and say, hi, I'm... And that's when the patient interrupts me and says, I need to go to the bathroom. I say to him, oh, okay, I can come back if you'd like. Again, the patient looks at me like I'm a dumbass and says, I need to go to the bathroom. I respond, sir, you're welcome to use the restroom. I can come back when you're done. The patient then says, this place is ridiculous. You're not even going to help me. I just got out of major surgery and you can't even help me get up to take a leak. I then pull out my patient list, more for show than anything else because I have it memorized. This man just had finger surgery in his non-dominant hand. He has one completely unwrapped hand and his legs work fine. And I say to him, according to my record, sir, you passed your physical therapy yesterday and you have unlimited ability to get in and out of your bed and move on your own. However, I also can provide a urinal for you if you'd like. At this point, the guy is yelling and says, this is effing ridiculous. I just had major surgery. Do you have any idea how much pain I'm in? I'm in effing pain. Do you want me to just lie in my own effing piss? You should be helping me. Hold my effing D like a good girl and help me. At this point, I can see a few nurses duck their heads in to check on me, but I wave them off. This dude needs an ego check. I say to him, sir, that is a highly inappropriate request. If you want assistance with your needs, we'll provide it, but we will not tolerate being verbally harassed. The patient then screams at me saying, I'm not effing listening to some effing nurse tell me what to effing do. You effing do whatever your effing job is. The patient's wife chimes in at this point and says, she's not a nurse. The patient says, I don't effing care what she effing is. I'm not listening to your effing bull crap. And if you won't help me, I don't ever want to effing see you again. I then say to him, just to confirm, sir, that you don't want to see me? The patient then responds, did I effing stutter? I said effing go away, little girl. I want a new nurse. At this point, the nurse steps inside the room with hospital security. The kind who are built like NFL linebackers that respond to psych issues and they have handcuffs. The nurse says, Dr. OP, I just called security out of concern for your safety. The security officer then says, are you okay and do you require assistance? I say, no, but I would like you two to witness for me that the patient would no longer require our services. And pain management will now sign off per patient insistence. I'll alert his surgery team. The nurse and security officer nods, and the nurse makes a note in her papers. And the patient is now visibly buffering as he's processing. 
At this point, he's loading, probably at like 50%, and he says, Wait, doctor, are you with pain management? You're a doctor? I respond, yes, I'm the pain management doctor. Your team wanted me to see you to assess your post-operative pain, but I understand that we're not needed. I will let your team know. At this point, the guy explodes in anger, and he says, You could have effing told me. You're effing leaving? I want a new effing pain doctor. I then smile serenely at him and say, Sir, it's the weekend. I'm the only pain management doctor. And as the two other witnesses have noticed, you have fired me from your care. So good day. I just go off on my merry way as the guy starts going ballistic. Now, it's not standard for the pain service to be asked to see a hand surgery, but I did it as a favor to the orthopedic surgeon, since the patient is, quoting the surgeon, a little bitch about his finger pain. I then asked the nurse to let me know what happens when the patient realized that I'm the only one in the whole hospital that can write for his high-dose narcotics that he keeps demanding. Guys, I love this post so, so much, and well handled, Dr. OP. And I also love the dash of malicious compliance as well. And guys, I just want to say that holy cow, I have a huge respect for doctors and nurses. Like just having to keep their calm while dealing with patients like this. Like just reading this post, I'm just thinking, wow, if I was being harassed and somebody was throwing F-bombs at me left and right, I would not want to help that person. And I know I say this a lot, but I wish I could be there to see his reaction when the nurse tells him that OP is the only one in the whole hospital that weekend who can give him his medication. Like, the guy probably went bonkers. Okay, so this didn't happen to me, but it was relayed to me by the manager. There was a locally owned hardware store close to where I was working. The place had the most amazing section of fasteners, like nuts, bolts, screws, etc. The kind of stuff you'd never find at a big box. Everything was always in its place. It was heaven for a tinkerer like me. So one evening, I complimented the manager on how immaculate the section always was. And she starts laughing. She tells me it used to be a mess, but one day, everything was in the right spot, and none of the employees would take credit. They all hated having to organize the section, and I can't blame them. And everybody was confused, and they all start joking about being visited by the Bolt Fairy. So a couple of days later, she notices a teen boy intently looking through one of the drawers, and then he moves a few bags around and closes it. She realized at this point that she was witnessing the Bolt Fairy in action. The boy notices he's being watched, and he mutters a timid, I'm sorry, and turns to leave. The manager then stops him and says, Oh, don't be sorry, but I can't have you working here unless you work here. Can you come back later with your mom or dad? The boy mutters a shy, okay, and leaves. So about an hour later, he comes back with his mom, and the mom was looking apprehensive and apologetic. The teen looked like he knew he was about to be in big trouble. The mom explained that her son was autistic, and he loved organizing things. He wouldn't get stressed about things that were disorganized, but he just enjoyed sorting the stuff. The manager then explained that for insurance, legal, and moral reasons, he couldn't work in the store unless he worked in the store. The mom said it wouldn't ever happen again, and that's when the teen's eyes started to water. And that's when the manager pulls out an application and a uniform polo and asked what hours he wanted to be scheduled. The mom just starts laughing, and the boy exploded into tears of joy. I found out later that he worked there for about two years, until his family had to move across the country. When he put his notice in, the owner found out where they were moving, went online, and found another locally owned hardware store with good reviews, contacted them, and gave him a glowing recommendation. 
Posts like this just make me so happy, guys. Just humans being great humans. Like, everybody was such a good-hearted person in this post. And I love that the boy went from I don't work here, lady, to I do work here, lady. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here, lady. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the stories today. If you did, hit that thumbs up and subscribe if you're not subscribed so you don't miss these crazy, crazy stories. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, it's an r slash petty revenge where OP's Karen landlord evicts her for not giving up her baby. It's such a wild story, guys, as usual, so go check it out if you haven't, and myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.